Portsmouth's local news. The news at Express FM Local Roundup with Kelly Brown and Ian James. Kelly, good morning. Uh, let's start by looking back to some of the major announcements of the last seven days. The D-Day announcement. Yes, great news for the city. Obviously, Portsmouth played such an important role in uh, the preparations for the for the D-Day landings, uh, not only, obviously, along South Sea, but up at uh, Southwark House and around the forts and some of the surrounding areas. So I think it's only right that our city is again chosen to host the commemorations and really remember those people that, that played such an important role um, and took part, um, which obviously was the turning point of the Second World War. And that's going to be a massive event, not just across the whole of the UK, but obviously here in our city. But it's an important thing for our city to get involved with, like you mentioned, because of the connection we had with the D-Day event. This is going to be one of those events that everybody's going to want to get involved in. Yeah, that's right. So there is going to be uh, an event on June 5th on South Sea Common uh, with members of our armed forces, um, other dignitaries. We don't know who those are yet, but obviously in the past we've had... Leaders from around the world, the Queen, obviously, uh, even Donald Trump made an appearance in Portsmouth, which I'm sure many people will remember. Um, but it'll be a whole day of celebration and, and remembering uh, for the whole of the city to get involved in. Um, it, it's been great in previous years and I'm sure, you know, this year won't be any different. And of course, that is going to be an event that so many schools will be getting involved in as well, because when you look back, that is going to be a one-off event for 2024. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and obviously we're so lucky because we've got the D-Day story, so the museum down um, along South Sea, um, and they are sharing so many of the stories, the photos, the videos, you know, really telling the story of what happened for the D-Day landings and the preparations. Um, you know, sadly, we're losing, you know, many of the veterans that, that took part. So it's it's important that we remember it, you know, while while we still can and while we can get those important stories. So, but the, the celebrations themselves on South Sea Common um, are going to be very positive, I'm sure, and, and, you know, happy and just really, really marking that day. Now, looking back, of course, we also had the Osborne View. How sad was that? It is just so devastating for, you know, for the the community it was such a well-loved and well-known pub with a, a beautiful view across the Solon um, very well known uh, apparently a favourite of uh, Alf Ramsey so we've been told um, you know many people kind of go and visit there really but the great news is that the the owners have said that they're going to rebuild it um, so we just need to sort of wait and see and for that to work its way through the process obviously the demolition is is continuing um, of, of the parts that are damaged. Obviously, the fantastic news is that, you know, it's surrounded by residential homes and they were able to be saved. So it's obviously a cracking job by our fire service to, yep. to do what they, they did to make sure that those people could still stay in their homes. Um, but lots of people are still kind of going past and just can't believe that, you know, such a fantastic pub and restaurant has gone. I always say out of every negative should come a positive and the only positive out of this is it's going to get rebuilt and people will be able to go back down there and enjoy the wonderful view again. Absolutely. You know, we haven't lost it. You know, we've lost it for the moment, um, but, you know, they vowed it's going to return and, and so it should. You know, it was it was very, very popular destination. So, you know, we look forward to hearing more news about that over the next couple of months. 
Turning the clock back, of course, to uh, last Wednesday in the M27, the incident that happened, obviously, uh, just on the outskirts of Southampton, uh, still affected the A27 and uh, the roads in and around our city quite quite heavily. Absolutely. You know, it, it, it caused gridlock for hours, uh, you know, where the traffic backed up from where they closed the road. You know, the M27 seems to have more and more accidents. I don't know if it, if it actually is or if it's just a perception, but the number of accidents, you know, that we've noticed in recent months on the M27 is, you know, it seems to be climbing. Um, you know, but obviously it was an appalling incident. You know, a, a gentleman lost his life, the lorry driver. Um, and I know the police investigation is still continuing to, into the cause, but it just goes to show... The impact that, you know, an incident on such a key route along the south coast, you know, even just outside of our local area can have. You know, there was another incident a couple of days later, again, caused gridlock for hours, Um, you know, and especially around Portsmouth. We're we're no stranger to gridlock, I think it's fair to say. Um, We've obviously had many, many road closures for one reason or another, not least with Eastern Road and then along uh, London Road recently with the gas works that's been going on there and obviously all the city centre road works, you know, so our road network is very important. I just want to drop in as well a very special thank you to the emergency services that were involved in that M27 incident because they did an absolutely superb job. They did indeed, you know, I mean, they were on site for quite a long time, you know, with a clear up operation, obviously dealing with that kind of incident is not nice for anybody to deal with in their obviously professionals and you know they they're used to dealing with it but you know it's it's not very nice for them to have to deal with you know obviously the police were able to clear the road eventually and and send cars the the wrong way to kind of clear the road and everything um and then the highways agency obviously took over to make sure the road was safe and the various repairs were carried out along the gantry which was uh, very badly damaged um you know in that particular incident so Although it was an inconvenience to to many people, I think it's just remembering that, you know, again, somebody lost their life, um, you know, in in a horrific incident that, you know, obviously should never have happened. However, that's not going to be the end of the road closures, is it? Unfortunately not, no. As I say, there's, uh, you know, there's been lane closures this week along London Road outside the new centre site uh, and the Coach and Horses. Um, uh, as the gas works there are carried out. They've done the northbound side, they're doing the southbound side at the moment. And as we know, once that is finished, they'll be closing Eastern Road again for the second phase of uh, what should be, say, Southern Water, the repair works, will, which will stop there being yet another leak. The, the amount of times that road's been closed now is is almost comical, but obviously not for those of us trying to come in and out of the city. Um, but yes, so once the the London Road stuff has has finished, then yes, we're on, you know Southern Water have already announced there will be another closure for several days at least along Eastern Road to allow them to complete those repairs. You don't realise that one road closure in the city can cause a real serious knock-on effect. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the amount of people, you know, my staff included, that have decided to work from home if we can, change our appointments if we can, just do anything we can to avoid coming in and out of the city because, yeah, I mean, that the traffic was backing up from Eastern Road up the A27, up towards Haven, up the A3M, up towards Waterlooville, you know, Cosham, Drayton, Farlington, where there's also roadworks. 
um, you know, absolutely horrendous sort of coming in and, and obviously everyone's trying to get in in other ways. So it just brought the whole city to a standstill. Um, so the sooner that that is all fixed and no longer an issue, I think will be very much welcomed by uh, everybody. Now, let's discuss the news building that's being demolished at the moment. That is so sad. It is. I had the privilege of being invited by the demolition team to uh, have a walk around inside the news centre before it was, uh, you know, before they started the demolition work of the actual main building. So that was just before Christmas. And it was very, very strange. Um, I have been in there quite a few times before, you know, from work experience as a 16 year old. Um, you know, obviously they used to do school trips um, for the, the print site and everything. But walking around these empty corridors, up the empty staircase, you know, it was just very, very surreal. And then going past it, you know, over the past few weeks and seeing it being taken apart piece by piece. I mean, that is such a landmark building. You know, the amount of people like, oh, you go past the new centre. We're not be able to do that anymore. So, yeah, there's tiny remnants of it left. Um, it looks very, very strange. So uh, yeah, I think the only ones that are happy are the ducks at the moment in the duck pond. They seem quite quite chilled when I you know when I visited so that's not the only demolition though within the because I know there's demolition going on uh, Osborne Road in Fairham that's right at the multi-story car park so that's slowly being uh, eaten away uh, the demolition there you know they've sort of gone in and they are going out so the centre of the, the multi-story, car, multi-story car park has already gone they're just making their way out to the outer edges of the wall um, again such a large landmark building for the town um, and that's going to be replaced with a, a surface level car park um, by the borough council so yeah we're, we're watching the progress of that as well thank you very much indeed kelly for joining us today this is the news and express fm local roundup